the you, you know the vibes. The Boston Celtics are in the NBA Finals. You're listening to the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K22. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. The Boston Celtics and the NBA Finals. Billy Armstrong, you're awfully quiet on that side. <laughs> well, I, I told you. I, I mean, I, look, I've been telling you for what, I don't know how long now. I told you. I, I thought the Celtics were the best team remaining. After Game Four, I told you what I thought. I said that I, I think the, the 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 series shifted in Game Four. Reason being, I, I just saw a team that had more options, in particular on the offensive end. Defensively, they were very you know, physical. At the beginning of the series, I thought the depth of the, the Miami Heat would possibly be the determining factor. But give the Celtics credit. This, when I think of this word, is perseverance. They're a resilient group. I mean, they've won what three games in Miami, mm-hmm. which is which is unheard of, especially in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, well, but after Game Four, I saw a shift. That's that's what I saw. They win Game Five. They have an opportunity to win Game Six. They don't. They make it a little tougher. They go back down there to Miami and they win an amazing game. Where seventy-seven percent, I think that was the stat, win Game Seven. But if there's a place and there's a crowd that, that I could choose, you know, I, I I would choose Miami just because of the way the crowd is down there. But give the Celtics credit. They were they were physical. They were tough. They made great plays. They got tremendous effort from, you know, the entire team. Derek White, Al Horford, Grant Williams, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart was Marcus Smart is just a winning player. I don't know what kind of player he is. But he's a winning player. Whatever he is, he's a winning player. Makes big shots. Dar's the other team's best best player, no matter where he's at. And then, of course, Jason Tatum. What can you say? M.A. Udoka was fabulous. Great game plan. I love the adjustments they made. They played faster, especially on the offensive end. And they went down there and they won a game. What what can you say? But I I told you, and the the court is yours. I, I I'm not surprised. I want to be surprised. But I told you, I thought they were the better team, no matter how the outcome was. I thought it was a great game seven. This is probably how it should have ended. Miami, I mean, boy, I couldn't imagine. You probably lost your breath when Jimmy Butler rose up for that three. (laughs) You didn't know what to do. So, you know the vibes. You escaped. You had slim and none, and you won. So it was a great, it was a great game. I it just great. But I thought after game four, that's what I saw. And you know what? Congratulations. Hats off. Go to the Celtics. Now we're looking, you know, now we're looking towards the finals. Wow. I can't believe it. I really cannot. If you had said, you know, seven months ago, the Celtics would be going to the NBA Finals. No one would have believed it. In fact, shout out to Declan McGee because he's pulled up a little interaction from January the 7th of this year. Kendrick Perkins. It's time to break Jalen Brown and Jason Tame up. I'm holding everyone in Boston accountable from the front office to the coaching. And then Jalen Brown and Jason Tame. It's time to trade. And then I said, the 23 and 25-year-old All-Stars 
Have the Celtics tried A, assembling a roster that is tailored to maximizing their skill sets, and B, actually coaching them and not letting them just do whatever they want while everyone else watches? And since then, Brad Stevens assembled a roster that maximized the skill sets of the team. And Emir Doka has done a fantastic job of coaching Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. The playmaker, like Jason Tatum scoring gets all the attention, but the playmaking we saw from him. Every time Miami threw the double team at him, his quickness to move the ball was simply superb. The development in his game has been simply superb. The defensive integrity from every player on this roster has been absolutely outstanding. So the Boston Celtics are off to the NBA Finals, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, Jimmy Butler. I don't, I don't even want to say the Miami Heat. I just want to say Jimmy Butler because he was carrying that team like we were in the NBA bubble again. In fact, this time, he didn't even have Goran Dragic helping him. Shout-out to Jimmy Butler. He did everything he could in Game 6 to force to Game 7. In Game 7, it felt like he was going to pull it off, especially those last few minutes where the Celtics kept missing threes and Miami kept responding and cut the lead down. Now, he opted to take that three and not go into the paint and attack. BJ, what is your thoughts on that possession? Jimmy Butler with the ball in his hands, attacking in transition. Only Al Horford stands between him and the hoop. And he decides to pull up in transition for the three to try and take the lead rather than attack the paint. Potentially get fouled, but, you know, score the layup and tie the game. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, 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 I don't. You, you have to go for it. He's going for the win. Well, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm with it. I don't have a, a problem with play. That. He's I, trying to make he's, a big time he's, shot. He's going for the win. Now, you can argue, you know, all the other things. Could have got fouled, go to the line, transition, Al Horford. He went for the win. I don't have a problem when, when you go for the win. I don't have a problem. Now, if he would have passed the ball, you know, I, I, he went for the win. Like, what's wrong with that? If he makes it, he's a hero. He doesn't make it. We can all sit here and question so forth and so on. I don't have a problem. He went for the win. Without his effort, they don't get to this position. He had a, you know, with the exception of, you know, two or three games in there, which to me, that was the difference in the game. I mean, game four and game five was just – Miami like took two games off during the series. <laughs> I mean, they literally took two games off during the series. Okay. Now I'm not going to make a big deal about one shot. Where were the, where were the Miami Heat in game four for 48 minutes in game five? Okay. By my guess, 96 minutes. They literally took off for the series. That's that to be, I'll, I'll talk about that, but one shot. No. What happened to game four and game five? I didn't see the Miami Heat. He That's, coached and nowhere to be found. That, that, that to me, that was just, I can't explain it. I mean, I, I sat there, you and I did the games. I went, where are the Heat? What are they trying to do? What is going on? Uh, okay. this was, there were stretches in this game where it was similar. The Heat's offense yes. is always under question. It's essentially how much can Jimmy Butler score? Now, games four and game five, he was having injury problems. And I don't know what kind of coffee he's been drinking for game six and game seven, but he clearly got himself back in shape. And, you know, he says, oh, D-Wade spoke to me before the game. And and uh, he said, you just got to play through it. You just got to get it done. 
That's cool. But um, also, we've got to give credit to the Celtics. It's not just the Heat not showing up. The Celtics played great defense in their wins, played great offense, made their shots. Paul Pierce texted Jason Tatum yesterday. He said, this is your time. You control your destiny. And Jason Tatum responded with, you're right. I got you. And here he is, Eastern Conference, the inaugural winner of the Larry Bird Conference Finals MVP trophy. In the NBA Finals, he's got a, what is it now, a 4-1 and one record in Game 7s. He um, He's in the NBA Finals. I think that, that was, what, his, his third Conference Finals, his fourth Conference Finals. He's finally got there. And now they have to face the juggernaut that is the Golden State Warriors. BJ, what's your prediction for this series? I know it's early to be given a prediction. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say it again. right now. I'm going to say it again without seeing the game. Okay. It's, unlike other people, they want to give their 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 predictions without seeing the game and so forth. And well, so if you on. see okay, the game, it's that. not a prediction. Well, if you see the game, you're going to see something. And then it's all about matchups. Yeah, but it's not a prediction you, then. That, that, once okay, the game it, begins, it, the point of predictions ends. It, it takes about five minutes to see it. You can, you can see it in five minutes. Yeah, but if I'm tossing a coin, heads or tails, you have to call it before I flip the coin. I, not, Otherwise, it's not a prediction. Playing is different than predicting. I get it. I'm going to play your game. I'm going to predict as if I know something. Okay, I, I'm going to play. No one it. knows anything. That's why it's fun. But, yeah, exactly. No one knows anything until you know something. You can, you can, you can look at the matchups. Here's, here's what I think. Based on what I've seen thus far, the final four teams, I thought the Boston Celtics were the, they're playing the best brand of basketball in the, uh, the, uh, the last four teams that are, that are remaining. Even more so than the Celtics. Uh, even more so than the Warriors. Why do I say that? It's because the, the, the Celtics can play big and they can play small. Okay, I think they have a shot blocker in this kid Williams. Al Horford has been he really struggled today. And Al Horford has been terrific. Grant Williams. So I think they have they have three bigs that they can go to that I think can play against Kevon Looney and Draymond. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now let's go to the wings. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Wiggins and Jordan Poole. I, I, I'm okay because I think their wings are bigger. Talking about the Celtics. Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum, Jalen mm -hmm. Brown, Derek White, Marcus Smart. I'm okay with I'm okay with all of that, all the matchups. I'm okay with that. Now, I don't know how much deeper, you know, the Warriors are going to go, but you're talking about seven. I like the matchups. I like the physicality of the Celtics. Now the Celtics, at first I thought it was just one series against Brooklyn. Okay. Let me just say this on record. They're going to touch your body and they're going to play physical. That's what they do. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, the first guy was like, Oh, maybe they know something about Brooklyn. But then they did the same thing but, against Milwaukee. Well, well they did the same thing here. I do want to say it's rather interesting to me how Giannis and Jimmy Butler can force three wins against this team, but KD couldn't even force one. But that's a whole nother discussion. Well, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not I'm not going there because again, that, that's again, a whole different. It's not, it's not just Giannis. 
It's it's about you have to have a supporting cast. What's your prediction for this final series, the Warriors versus the Celtics? Uh, well, let, let's watch it play out. You know, let's just watch it play out. You know, we can sit here and make predictions, but in the end, let's see how this thing plays out. Let's see what the teams do. Let's see, you know, who's healthy, provided everyone's going to be ready and everyone's going to be healthy. But overall, I thought, you know, and looking at it, I think the Celtics are the best team. You know, in the last four, you know, the, the four remaining teams, I thought the Celtics were the best team remaining because of their defense and how they play, the physicality of the game. They can defend multiple ways. They can go big. They can go small. And I, I think they, you know, as far as being exploited, they don't really have a player that you can just target uh, on the other end. I think they can rebound. They can play fast. They can play slow. The only thing I think that's of concern is their depth. But in the playoffs, normally, you know, your guys are going to play heavy minutes anyway and hasn't been a problem thus far. And I think it's going to be a great series. I think the Warriors are playing excellent. Um, the only thing that, you know, I think where the Boston has a little advantage is maybe with their shot blocking, provided that Robert Williams is healthy and that he can play. Um, but other than that, I mean, the guard play is going to be excellent. You're going to have Steph Curry, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Jason Tatum, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, I would imagine it's probably at some point they're going to go small there right? Probably three, four guards with Draymond. But I think the Celtics can handle that. I think they can play small. I think they can play big. And if the game gets physical, I think the Celtics have an advantage there. So, um, you know, I would say the Celtics going in, but again, I think it's going to be important to see it because I don't think the Celtics are going to fold. I'm sorry. I don't think the Warriors are going to have two games like that. Like I saw from the, from the, uh, like start from the Miami Heat. So I think the I think the team that's going to play, you know, you can't have a lot of turnovers. Sometimes the Celtics do get a little careless mm-hmm. with them. Okay. So I think the format is going to go two, three, two. I think that's the final. So I think without question, I'm going to say that without question, they got to get one there in Golden State. You're going to have to get one at some point. I don't think they're going to win three at home so this series will probably go six or seven and we'll see how it plays out but that i need to see with my own eyes but going into it i think it's even but if you ask me to guess i would probably say the celtics i think it's gone back to two two one 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 i'm just looking at the schedule now i think it's i think gone it's back. two three i think it's i think it's two three no, because the finals used to be this. I'm looking at the TV schedule right now. Is it? Is it? Golden okay. State, Golden State, Boston, Boston, Golden State, Boston, Golden State. So it'll be the same format as these. Thursday, the 2nd of June. Oh, they're going to go Boston to Golden State. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a that's a big trip. Okay. All right. Yeah, there, yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, um, so right now, as it stands, you believe the Boston Celtics will win the NBA championship? I think they have the, I think they have the advantage right now. Okay. I think they have the advantage. But again, but if I knowing what I know, I got to see it on there. I got to see the matchups. I got to see what they're doing. I got to see the plays. I got to see everything they do. Yeah. But, but if you're just saying based on what I, if you're just saying based on what I saw in this series, based on what I saw in that last series, 
provided now I'm playing, you know, spiritual advisor here, based on what I saw, I think, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that the guard play will bother them as much. I, I, I like the physicality of the Celtics. And I think Al Horford, I think Al Horford, Grant Williams, and, and, and uh, Robinson, I think they will be able to at least have a standoff with the Warriors up front, if not a, an advantage. Okay. I, I, I really, I really believe that. Now, maybe Wiggins, if Wiggins, I'm going to, I'm going to assume he's going to have to play some power forward during this series. Maybe the Wiggins Al Horford is a matchup that's advantage Warriors. Maybe out. Maybe Wiggins is an advantage over Grant Williams. I, I think maybe. Wiggins gets the Tatum assignment, similar to what he did against Luka Doncic in that. That's okay. I don't. But I don't. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. But that's that's going to be different because Jason Tatum is not going to be bringing the ball up, playing at the front at the top of the key, eighty five percent of the time. Unlike Luka, and that's why I was encouraging Luka catch the ball below the free throw line. But that's another discussion. I think Jason Tatum. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to catch the ball with a live dribble, just like they did in this series. I think Jimmy Butler is an excellent, excellent defensive player as well. So that I don't, I don't see that being a problem. And he has size. Jason Tatum has good size. And Jalen Brown will have – Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown will have an advantage. Okay, I don't, I don't think Clay – maybe. I don't think Clay is back to where he was at on the defensive end. Maybe. I don't think he's back. Offensively, he's still shooting the ball and all this thing. I don't know if he's back. Jordan Poole and Steph Curry can't guard Jalen Brown. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that means. Maybe Draymond slides over there and then they put Kavon. Lu- they're going. I had to see this. But, yeah. If, I if mean, the they have bodies. So big, then Kavon Lu, I anticipate get big minutes in this series. Because if the Celtics go yeah. big with Rob Will and Horford, but it's all about health. The Celtics are pretty banged up. You know, Horford. It's not that long ago he missed a game, started the series. Smarts missed a couple games. He was questionable. Rob Williams was looking dreadfully hurt tonight. He couldn't have his usual impact. The Celtics were a little banged up. The Warriors have been resting. Going into this one, the momentum that the Warriors have, the confidence that the Warriors have, having dispatched of the Mavericks quite quickly and having all this extra time to prepare. Gary Payton Jr. might be back in the series. That gives a defense advantage it gives to him another, if he can another get, active body. If yep. he can get inside, he's a great defender. So here's where I'm at with it. The Celtics are the only team in the NBA to have a winning record against the Golden State Warriors since they became the good version of the Golden State Warriors in 2015, 2016. Um, the only team. And obviously the teams are very different throughout those years. Uh, but clearly Marcus Smart has been there through all those years and him matched up with Steph Curry is going to be interesting. You know, the greatest shoot we've ever seen versus right. the defense player of the year. That's going to be, could be a great matchup in the NBA finals here. I think it's going to be interesting when, when you look at what the Boston did against Miami, Jason Tatum in particular was hunting out the mismatch with Max Struess, right? Every time down, right. he was trying to get Max Struess switched onto him. Now he's going to try that thing with Steph Curry now, but Luca tried that with Steph Curry. And the Warriors did a great job of hedging. And then Steph would go back and, and recover to someone else so that they couldn't force the switch. Now, it's going to be imperative for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown if they're trying to target Steph Curry. When the Warriors do throw two bodies at them, they've got to be able to make those passes quick. They've got to be able to distribute the ball. 
and that's how the Celtics can find looks because the the Warriors their defense doesn't give up the easy switches like Miami did with Max Struess because they were confident in saying okay we'll just live with it if you're going to go at Max Struess we're all going to help in if you're trying to take the paint but okay so I think that's going to be a key that I'm going to look out for in the start of the series see how that's going and the lineups, the rotations, when the Warriors like to go small, especially in that third quarter with Draymond at center. If you've got Rob Will on the floor and Al Horford on the floor, the Celtics can destroy them on the glass. And if the Celtics do a great job on the rebounds, generating those extra possessions, then that's an advantage for them. But having said that, the Celtics offense really worries me. These games against Miami, they almost threw away game seven. Game six, they were abysmal. The offense, sometimes when it's just, it's almost like they play great up until there's like five minutes left in the quarter. And then it just grinds to a halt. And it gets covered up because they win the games. But against the Warriors, that's not going to fly. And that is the part that concerns me. Also, the turnover numbers, because every time you give up a turnover, the Warriors are putting three points up on the board. So I feel like I would lean towards Warriors in six. But there's a little piece of my heart that says so and seven. That's where I'm at with it right now. I, I th- this is close. Listen, this this is close. We, we we can type. We can talk in hypotheticals. The bottom line is we need to, we need to see the games. And look, the way Luca plays. Okay, the way Luca plays, and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm a, I know I'm a thousand percent positive, but I don't want to seem like you know because I don't know anything. But when you when coach kid and these guys go back and watch over the tape the thing is when you have a great player when you have these guys who can score and get you 35 40 points like a Luca or like a Jordan or like these guys you have to utilize them in a way that's not only good for them but utilize them as best for the team so what does that mean all right the Golden State Warriors did something that you pointed out when that was great they were not going to switch the double team okay that's great. It's only great if you can use that to your advantage. The Mavericks did nothing. Okay. Steph was switching out. Luca was Luca. It was really funny. And when you're going to look at it on the tape, Lucas was splitting the double team with, with Steph Curry. Okay. That's what the Warriors want you to do. Why? Because Draymond is mirroring the basketball. These are so Coach Kidd at some point is going to have to figure out how to utilize Luca so that Luca can not only be the first option, he can also be a superior decoy. Mm. This is all right, you score a lot of points, but get your other teammates involved. So how, how can now, Tatum co- take things on board from that? Tatum, get off the ball. Get off the ball. Why? What's the first thing you want to do when you play against a superior defensive team? As you advance, every defense you see will get better and better. The first thing you have to do is you have to be able to go and utilize your second and third options. Move the ball, start on the strong side, move it to the weak side, Okay, move it to the weak side and then get your best player. There's only two places on the floor that no one can double team you. It's only two places. This is this this is why there's no argument until when you have a great player. When you have these great players, you start on one side. 
move it to the other side, and then come back and get the ball to your player with one or two options. Give them two seconds for isolation. Get him the ball on the elbow, because no one, if you move the ball from side to side, no one's going to stop you from getting into the elbow. No one. It's virtually impossible. Why? Because every time the ball moves, the defense has to move. If you get the ball to your guy at the elbow, which Jason Tatum, you can do it. Okay. I think that's their horns option. They can do that. Or you get it to him in the middle of the court, a la where Paul Pierce and all of these guys, Kawhi Leonard and these guys. Okay. But you don't start them off there. You move the ball around so that your best player will have space on the floor so he can see the other yeah. eight players. They can't have that's how this works. They can't okay. have these possessions where they just come down and chug a three. Done. Okay. If you watch Steph Curry, Steph Curry, as great as he is, if he just came down and shot five times in a row, no one would say anything because he's that good. But he understands if I move around a little bit, the defense is probably going to collapse somewhere. I just don't know yeah. where it's going to collapse, he but I'll just keep the ball, relocates, he relocates, passes it again, there you go. sets the screen, there, there, gets the there, ball there back. There, there you go. That, that's how this game works. Okay, so if Jason Tatum is able to do that, and the, when I and I and and that way Steph Curry, if they move and he switches, he doesn't have an opportunity to double him, jump out, or and all those other things. Why? Because he's catching the ball in an area where you can't double team him. He's catching at the elbow. I'm sure Jason Kidd will go back and next year he will utilize Luca. The same way the Bulls utilize Jordan and you allow him to be the decoy so that other guys can get involved. And then at some point here, after somebody gets 15 or 17 points that you didn't expect was going to get 15, 17, now you got to pick your poison. So in saying that, I, I think the coaching staff will figure that out. They have options. And depending on who Steph Curry, Steph Curry's got to guard either Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, or Marcus Smart. smart. I think he'll guard Smart. Okay. And if he got Smart, I'm going right to the box. I'm putting him right on the elbow. Yes, please. This is, this is, now, if I see that, I want to see where that's going to compromise their defense. Now, how are they going to double? Are they going to double off Rob Williams? I doubt it. Why? Because they can play, they don't have anybody who can play verbal basketball. They throw the lot. Are they going to give? Are they going to give Al the corner three? Maybe forty percent. I'll take my odds. Maybe okay. Whoever throws the ball should dive to the basket. Why? Because that's going to take your guy with you, and you replace. So we'll see. This is the things you have to see. But J- Steph Curry's defense is going to provide some answers that we can say. Oh, now let's see. Now is Steve Kerr going to go small? Is he going to go big? Is he going? Is he going to put? Maybe he has Wiggins. He's gonna. Maybe he's going to guard. I don't know who he's going to guard. But whatever it is, they're going to do. Steph Curry has got to get forty minutes plus on the floor. And and this is the great part about the Celtics team. All five members of their starting lineup got a vote for the all defensive team. They don't have a this weak link that you're going to target. So so and, and I don't think they have to. I don't think they have worried about switching. I don't think they have to worry about all of the things that the other teams worry about. So it's going to be interesting to see. But again, 
easier said than done. I think right now we got to look at how the Warriors are going to not compromise their defense. Now, the Warriors traditionally have been a team that they don't show early what they want, what they really want to do. But if they don't show, maybe they're down big where they got to show. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll see. I mean, I think this is it's a lot of questions. I'm intrigued. I think it's going to be great. I love the coaching matchup. I mean, Udoka was Udoka and Coach Spo was simply they were marvelous. I mean, that was, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what coaching looks like and how to coach your team, just look at this last series. Fabulous. And Steve Kerr and these and Coach Udoka, that was great. And I'm really looking forward to it. Now. You know what, actually, BJ, before this episode, I wasn't feeling too confident about the Celtics' chances in the NBA Finals. But listening to everything that you've just broken down, I do feel a little bit more confident. And it's just got me thinking, right? So I, I told you last week it was the Champions League Final this weekend. And um, this team, Real Madrid, who won the championship, right, they right. went on a run where they played the hardest opponents that realistically they could have faced at each stage in the competition, right? Right, right. So they played right. against PSG. You got like Messi. You've probably heard of him. That they have a, a, a great, you know, they they've they've just paid for the, the stars of the players on their team. Then they beat Man C. Then they beat Chelsea, the reigning champions. Then they went to the finals, won the finals. And it got me thinking. You know, I was watching um, the Celtics today as Jason Tatum lifted that trophy, and I thought, okay, they played KD and Kyrie. Then they took out the defending champions and Giannis, the best player in the world. Then they took out the one seed in the Miami Heat, and now they move on to the finals. So you got me thinking, who do you think has had the best, or well, not the best, because there's no one singular best, but what playoff runs in terms of first rounds to the finals stand out to you in terms of difficulties opponents? Because there are some playoff runs that weren't easy, but the opponents, if you see where I'm coming from with this, the right. opponents weren't as big of a test as other teams' playoff runs have had. You know, in recent memory, I mean, I can't think of anyone off the top. You know, this has been a, this is an amazing run. If Jason Tatum is able to complete this, okay, and I'm saying Jason Tatum really is the Boston Celtics. But yeah. But we're going to say Jason Tatum, if he's able to complete this. This will be one of the great playoff runs in, in recent memory. Why is because with the exception of Jimmy Butler, right? I think everyone else is an all NBA player as it should be. Yeah. And I think and we talked Jimmy about Butler it is very different to regular season. Yeah. And, and I, and I told you, I thought Jimmy Butler should have been, we talked about it. I think it, and you know, we do, I know we talked about it. I thought Jimmy Butler should have been at least 13 all NBA, but that's another yeah. discussion. You know, Giannis, without question, is the best player. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, regardless of what we where we say, they, they're just marvelous players. K, KD is a top five player in the NBA, no, no matter, you know, as long as he's continuing to play. Then you take Jimmy Butler. I mean, wow. What are you going to say? I mean, with the exception of just don't look at games four and five. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> Jimmy Butler was <laughs> Jimmy Butler was was fantastic. Yeah, right? Lucky, lucky if you NBA fans have very short memories; they only remember the most yeah, recent game. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Jimmy Butler, is, and now he's playing against Steph Curry, arguably one of. Okay, some will argue maybe, you know, one of him, LeBron, the most influential player in this generation. 
Okay. Yep. If he's able to win this, what more can you say? I mean, crazy. You know, I, I, yes. I'll say it again. If Jason Tatum wins this, well, he doesn't have to win it. He's here now. At the age he's of here. The cat, the cat is out of the bag. You know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? He, he, the cat is out of the bag. Jason Tatum is a top five player. Okay. He, he's a top five player now. Coming into the next season, he will have he will have that level of confidence. You know, he will have that level of confidence that you're saying. You know, well, I, this is going to be his league. His league. You know, wow. You know, Jason Tatum, aka, you know, I'm gonna call him David Blaine. You know why, Mo? Because he's breaking out of the box. He's breaking <laughs> out of his own box right now. That might be your best he's, one yet. This might yeah, be the best one yet. His, he's breaking out. I'm going to call him David Blaine. He's breaking out of his box. He's coming out. I mean, he's out now. It's, like it's that out. I, that's much he's better out. than the masseuse. I like that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, he's out. I, 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 the man is out. I, nothing we can say. He's showing up in big moments. And I get. I got to give him credit. So. I think- I think some if of the he runs wins like, this one, Mo. Yeah, if he wins if, this one, if he wins this to this one this year, it goes down with I think Dirk 2011, where they right. took out the Brandon Roy, Lamarck Aldridge Blazers in the first round, and then the Lakers who are trying to three peat in the second round, then the OKC Big Three in the Conference Finals, and then LeBron Wayne and Bosch in the NBA right. Finals. But I think the Houston Rockets was it 95 or 96? They had a great run. Um, Stockton and Malone. Then they played the Suns in the second round with Charles Barkley. And then that's when they gave David Robinson the MVP in the Converse Finals and Akeem just went Super Saiyan. Right. And then right, Shaq right. and Penny. That was a great run too. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one, this one though. Well, you say you want to, what they say, if you want to be the best, you got to what? You, you got to beat the best. best. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? Give, give, give this young man, give the Boston sister. I'm telling you, Mo, they're a fun team to watch because <laughs> I mean, you don't like, you don't like to go into the whale this many times, mm-hmm. but whenever their backup is against the wall, mm-hmm. they show up. I mean, mm-hmm. Mo, they won three times in the conference finals on the road. Wow. Well, I, I, mean, I did not expect this. Mo, 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 I don't want to hear anything about this team can't perform under pressure. They can't go mo. Uh-huh. They won. They've won numerous games now on the road in must-win situations. Okay, nothing else to say. Crazy. I, 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 you don't. You don't like your team to make it this difficult. But whenever their backs up against the wall, and I hope they put the Warriors to win, so that they can have two or three days in that city seeing. Oh, the Warriors are going to blow them out and da-da-da. Because whenever their back's up against the wall, they show up and they show out. Give this team credit. I have nothing but respect for them. You get, and the Warriors are the champions until someone beats them. Mm-hmm. When they are healthy, when the Warriors are healthy, and I'm going to say this with all respect, until someone beats the Warriors, they are the champion. And yeah. don't and I hope and, and I know Boston is listening. Boston, no one's going to hand you this championship. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to have to beat. You're going to have to beat them if you're going to beat them. Because when they are healthy, Mo, they haven't lost. Yep. That's true. 
No one's taking them out in the series when they're when they're healthy. They're healthy. No one. Steve, Steve I don't think Steve Kerr has lost a playoff series when his rosters. When it, when That's his what I'm saying. Rosters so, fully healthy. So, so Bo, this is Except this is a this is a this is a tall task. This is a but that even that one didn't Draymond miss a game because of. Yeah, yeah, and, and Bogut went yeah, out for yeah, the last yeah. two games and Draymond was suspended. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what, When they're healthy, no one's beat them. So, in saying that, Mo, let's strap them up. <laughs> I will see you out there, my friend. We should be doing two or three podcasts a day. Oh, we will be in basketball heaven. I can't wait to see you, my friend. I, I, I want to say one thing. Tight. I want to yes, say sir. one thing. Shout out to Al Horford. 141 playoff games without making the NBA finals. That's a record for the most playoff games without making the finals. For him to finally get there, shout out to him and having such a big contribution. I'm I'm going to give him a shout out and give him the highest honor I can possibly give a player. Al Horford's been to the playoffs, what, 13 straight years in his career? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Except for OKC last year. Except for OKC. Okay. I'm going to give him – that's a tribute to, to consistency. That man is a pro's pro. And I'm finally happy to see him getting his just due and having an opportunity because this man has been a pro since the day he came in this league. Congratulations to the Horford family. It is beautiful to watch. This is great basketball. We are in Mo for a treat. And no matter how this turns out, Mo, you know what? It's going to be special. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mo, it's going to be great. We're going to see a high level of basketball. I I, I, Honestly, I don't know how it's going to turn out. But if you're asking me, I I think, but what do I know? Which is clearly nothing. But no one knows anything. But where we do know, Mo, is that game one is on Thursday. And you know the vibes. We'll be in the building. <laughs> and the best part <laughs> is, is it's 5.42 a.m. right now. For the next two, three weeks, I'm going to be able to record podcasts at a normal human time. Uh, no, this, no, no, Mo. It's nothing going to be normal. It's crazy. not going to be normal. That's it's not going to be normal. No, okay. it's not going to be normal. It's not going to be normal. Because you know what, Mo? You got the games. You got traffic. You got to get on the bus. It'll, it'll be two, three in the morning. It'll be three. It'll be the same. Hey, hey. Two, three in the morning is better for me than five, six, seven in the morning. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Two, two, two in the mornings are early. Two in the mornings are early night. And, Mo, yeah, you're going like, to all these different time zones. You're in London now. You got to go to the West Coast in San Francisco. Then you got to go back to the East Coast. And then you're going to have to come back to the West Coast and back to the East Coast. Oh, gosh, this I, is going I'm going to have to consult with the Time Lord on how to deal with that one. But anyway, BJ, next uh, time we record this, I'm going to be over in the States. Hopefully, if nothing goes wrong. When are you coming? Wrong, when are you coming? Uh, I should be there tomorrow? on Tuesday. Are you leaving tomorrow? I should be there on Tuesday. But because we're not going to be able to record a, an episode on, on tomorrow, um, we are going to be sharing the Paul Pierce interview that I did last week with our listeners. Oh, so okay, you have okay. that to look forward to tomorrow. And the next time we record, it's going to be Tuesday night in America. And I will okay. be in America. BJ, I don't know if you'll be in San Francisco yet, but we'll get it cooking. I just bought new mics. I've just invested. Yes, yes. Invested in the podcast. Uh, new Let's mics, do it. Cameras, all this kind of stuff. Um, hopefully, we'll get it cooking if all goes well. Um, but yeah, appreciate everyone who who's listened. Uh, the NBA Finals is about to be crazy. If you're new here, make sure you subscribe and stick around. Because it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're coming at you live and direct from the NBA Finals. San Francisco, Boston. 
you know the damn vibes. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2022 Eastern Conference champions, the Boston Celtics, your 2022 <laughs> Eastern Conference MVP, Jason Taylor, man. Your 2022 most valuable podcast, the Hoop Genius Podcast, presented by NBA 2K22. So make sure you stick around, and most importantly, until next time, get buckets. <laughs>